0: Hello America and everywhere else in the world, welcome back to a brand new episode of Corey Has a Podcast. I'm your host, Corey Easley, and I'm doing this thing where I'm letting myself just continue to talk without thinking about the next thing I'm going to say, and the first thing that comes into my mind is how when I was a little kid, I used to watch people blow up water balloons, and every time I tried to do it, the fucking ring part that goes around the faucet would always detach from the actual rubber part of the water balloon, and I sucked at making water balloons. Boom. That's how I'm going to get into this. So one time, me and my friend Jonathan, shout out to him. uh, He's actually the producer of the (laughs) beautiful intro that you hear at the top of every episode of this show. Uh, The man is a musical genius, and I've known him since I was 10 years old. I've known this man for over 20 years. Um, Shout out to him. One time... We had this friend, um, and I'm not going to disclose his name. Just to protect the privacy of other people, I will not disclose this man's name. However, I will tell you this. He was that one kid in the group that everybody fucked with, right? We all are guilty of it a little bit. And I think when you're... I can't really speak on other people, but when you're a young man, a lot of times you roll with a group of homies, And there's always the one dude who's just kind of, he kind of ends up being the punching bag of the crew. You know what I mean? He kind of just is the butt of the jokes. And there's only one way out of that that I've ever known. There's only one way out of that because I've been that guy before. Like I've been the dude who everybody's clowning on until I've defended myself. So if you defend yourself or if you're fucking, if you're mad funny, if you're so quick with the comebacks. Then everybody's going to stop fucking with you because they're like, yo, you know what? I don't want to get roasted by this kid because he's going to make me look foolish, right? So unfortunately, sometimes you're just not quick enough. And we're still homies. Like, you don't hate that kid. You do not hate the kid in the group who's the kind of the, you know, he's the punching bag of the group. You don't hate that kid. If somebody was fucking with him, all the homies are going to come and have his back and make sure that nobody fucks with him. But he's still the kid. That everybody rags on all the time And it's good fun You know Until you know It's cool when you do it It's not cool when somebody else do it Does it? You know what I mean? It's like I could talk about my family But you can't talk about my family You know? So we're just busting balls So this one kid Me and my boys We um He was He was the one that we did all the pranks to I think about this shit sometimes now And I'm like Man was I an asshole? Or was I just a Young kid Doing a prank on my friends? Just It was all in good fun Right? So This kid's parents had gone out of town for a few days. And I didn't even know what it was like to have two fucking parents being together. I didn't know that shit was like a thing. I only saw it on TV. I didn't know that was real. So this kid's parents had gone out of town. He lived a couple blocks away from us. So we decided to... I saw this on TV too. This is why we did this. We went and bought a bunch of toilet paper. So we TP'd the front of his house. Because, you know, we were in the Bronx, right? So I grew up in the projects. And then I walk a couple of blocks out. So all these buildings, right? They're all kind of like this big... It's like a... It's like a gated community, but without a gate. Just a bunch of buildings where too many fucking people live. And too many people have no regard for this state of things. Like, motherfuckers will straight up just piss in the elevator type shit, right? Anyway, I'm not bitching about it. That's just what it was. So... I would leave, I'd go to my boy's crib, he was a couple blocks away, and we were like, yeah, we would just chill, we'd play video games, we used to spit rhymes, we used to rap all the time, we would just download instrumentals, we recorded mad, like, mixtapes, we were dope, we would talk about shooting guns and selling drugs and fucking whores when we were 12 years old, even though we had no idea what any of that shit was, you know what I mean, we just saw it in the movies, and that's what the other rappers talked about, so that's what we talked about, 12 years old, can you imagine, you know? I don't know what kids that rap now talk about doing lean and shit like that. I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm I missed that genre. You know what I mean? Like that shit happened after I was lying about what the fuck I was doing in my lyrics, right? But the thing about it is, for us, it wasn't necessarily about actually being these characters. In my opinion, I can't speak for everybody else. It was really kind of about us being clever with what we wrote, you know what I mean? Like, we were young kids, and I think that was the beginning of, for me anyway, tapping into my creative writing. I mean, I studied creative writing in college as long as I went there, and um, that was my major, you know what I mean? So I didn't realize that I had been doing it for such a long time. So we would write these raps not because we were actually out there shooting people And banging broads, we were writing these raps because we were actually writing fucking poetry that you could spit over beats. Like we were writing dope shit. Like if I'm 12 years old and I'm thinking about syllabically how a bar works next to another bar, that's some other shit. And I I don't think people give themselves enough credit for that kind of talent. At a young age, or maybe you forget, or maybe you lose it because you just stop exercising that muscle. But anyway, I'm at we, this one day in particular, we weren't being brilliant artists. We were being young 12 year old assholes. And you know what we did? We knew this kid's parents were out of town. We bought a bunch of water balloons. We filled them up with soda. Soda. You know how much of an asshole you gotta be? First of all, you know how hard you gotta try to fill up a fucking water balloon with soda? It's very difficult. It's not easy. Bunch of fucking fifty cent sodas back. You know, sodas used to be fifty cent. It wasn't. It wasn't Coke and Pepsi. It was like Top Pop and fucking, uh, I don't know the the shit that you get in the hood. And so we would buy all these Top Pop sodas, fill them up with water balloons, went to the kid's house, we lured him outside. Yo, what's going on, bro? Come on, you want to play ball? You know, whatever. How you get it? How you get your boy to come out? Yo, when this motherfucker got to the street. We just, we just, uh, it was an ambush, you know, and that's the kind of shit we did, and we loved each other, and if I ran into any of those guys right now, I would fucking take off my COVID mask and kiss them right on the mouth. No, but seriously, though, it was, uh, it was really funny times when I think about it. My dad said something the other day to me, and we, he came over my place, and we were watching the Tyson fight together, me and my dad and a couple of buddies, um, we, safely, of course, Mind your fucking business. No, he came over and he said, uh, "Yo, the crazy thing is, like, damn, I'm gonna, but- I'm gonna butcher this shit." Basically, he said the same thing that everybody always says. You could probably go on Google and find an Instagram quote about it, but he said, "You, the good times, you don't know they're the good times until later on. The good times are your memories. The good times are not happening in the moment." So I'm thinking back right now on those times where I hung out with these people, that some of whom. I still know when I see, and you know what? I always talk a lot of shit about social media. I really do. I've run my fucking mouth and I talk a lot of shit. But the truth of the matter is, yo, social media is good for being able to kind of check in on people in a cool way. This is when social media is lame to me. When you make announcements about shit as if you think you're that fucking important. And you know why? It's because I'm a contrarian and I just hate. (laughs) I hate respecting what people do. I hate it. I remember when I was in high school, I fucking hated that we had a student government. Why? Why is there a student government so these fucking kids could feel important? What is that? And then I got older and started bitching about how I don't understand how politics work. Maybe if I paid attention more to the student government, I would know. I don't know. I'm going to assume that the student government was... The purpose of it was to teach these kids how to start being the type of people that could become government officials, right? You know, a government official, the kind of person who can't have their fucking child be gay or have a drug problem because it'll ruin their career, which is really selfish, don't you think? Like, can you imagine, like, the father of the house? We we just watched this, this, this movie with Kristen Stewart, which... I'm not necessarily ashamed to say that I sat down and watched it, but it was good. I actually enjoyed it. And um, it wasn't about anything other than being honest with each other. Right? That's what it was about. When people are honest with you, you feel like you can trust them. And when someone's always honest with you, you feel comfortable telling them things and opening up to them emotionally. One of my favorite things that happened... Over the last few months um, was just the kind of conversations I've been having with my father, actually. These are things I know years ago I had a conversation with a good friend of mine who happens to be a father, older gentleman. Um, I was always friends with people that were a little older. I, I respect them and I like talking to them because they put you on game so to speak. If you're listening to this and you're from somewhere where you don't hear people say, put you on game, I'm going to explain to you what that means. Somebody putting you on game means they, they kind of like shed a light on something that you don't quite understand that maybe a little bit above your experience level. They put you on to what it is. My dad um, taught me a lot of great things as a young man, he put me onto dope music. He had me listening to fucking him and Big Daddy Kane and shit and made me fall in love with hip hop at a very young age. You know, I listened to that shit with the curses on. You know, what's crazy is the other day, I, I just remembered a time where I was listening to an Eminem song, actually. I was 10 years old and it was when the Marshall Mathers LP came out and I was like, you don't Wanna fuck with Shady. And I remember my dad buying me that CD. But he he didn't want my mom to get mad at the fact that it said so many curses on it. So he got me the fucking edited version. Which honestly, I don't believe in listening to the edited version of a song. Just like I don't believe in watching Rush Hour on fucking TBS. Because of that. Just because of that specific part. Where Jackie Chan says, I like to let people talk who like to talk. It makes it easy to find out how full of talk they are. He says that, but in the movie, he goes, how full of shit they are. And it bums me out that they just won't let him say shit. You know what I mean? Shit's not even a bad word. Can you think about, you know what? Maybe I'm underplaying it or downplaying it because I was a kid who grew up on in, a, in, a, in an environment where adults kind of just basically kind of threatened you with violence, not in a a fucking, like, not overdone kind of way, but like, hey, don't talk like this, you're a child, you stay in a child's place, you know, just that reinforcement that you get, that you hear when you're a kid constantly, just that constant, like, hey, listen, or at least for me. I don't know. I think that's the beauty of getting older is like you start to understand when you talk to other people and we open up and we share background. St- we share war stories with each other. Like, oh, this is what your childhood was like this was like being from here. I think one of my favorite things in the world is talking to people who had totally different upbringings. than I have have had because uh, it just gives me a little bit of intel. You know what I mean? I grew up around a bunch of motherfuckers that. Just had preconceived notions about how shit was. And I watched a lot of TV. And TV could teach you some shit. But TV is not real. Sorry to break it to you guys. TV is not real. They, can you imagine when you're a kid and you see all this shit on TV and you think somewhere out there this is actually happening to somebody. This is somebody's reality. And maybe it's not. Maybe it is. Who knows. But it's up to us to cultivate the environment that we want and we want to live in, you know? And you learn to have a good work ethic. When you get tired of hearing people bitching all the time. I was actually talking to my wife the other day about the idea of being nice versus being polite. And sometimes, just like kind of how being nice can kind of get you in trouble sometimes, you know what I mean? You start trying to be too nice you know, you start telling people, you start offering advice or offering people. You ever offer someone help and they get mad at you? Like, I could do it myself. You know what I mean? Some people just have a fucking inferiority complex and they think you're insulting them when you offer them help. And that's their problem. You don't need to feel bad about it, that's on them. But also, sometimes being nice will just, you get your head bitten off being nice. That's why I'm not fucking nice. I'm not nice, I'm polite. I respect people, and I respect people's personal space, and I mind my fucking business enough not to pry in people's personal lives. That's just me. So much, so dramatically so, that I don't even, like, you know when those, like, fucking, like, so, like I don't like knowing about celebrity gossip just because I feel like... I shouldn't be privy to this information. That's why a few episodes back, I was like, yo, I kind of lost respect for Will Smith and Jada Pinkett for having him sitting there on TV fucking crying because she had a fucking affair and they felt the need to share that shit with everybody. When honestly, truth be told, I feel like that's nobody's business but theirs. But that's just me. Some people, the thing is people live for knowing what's going on in other people's lives. Not me. Not me. So say curiosity killed the cat. That's what they say. They say it. And you can go on YouTube and watch a bunch of videos of cats doing real dumb shit, you know? You could see it. You could see it. What's one of the scariest, uh, like, if you were an animal, like, say you were a bird, right? Wouldn't it be cool to fly? People think about, people say that all the time, like, man, I wish I could fly. But wouldn't it be weird to not have hands, though? Or am I just saying that because I've had hands my whole life? You know what I mean? Like, I could use my hands to do shit you know also wouldn't it be weird if all of a sudden your mouth turned into a beak i feel like a beak is weird and then it's like you don't have teeth so it always blew my mind when like you see like a cartoon like you see like donald duck and he's like smiling with teeth because ducks don't have teeth in their mouth like like we do right like that would be very strange it'd be like odd to see that you know what i mean just wouldn't uh wouldn't really sit right with me watching that happen but yeah no um (laughs) just learning about people with different learning about people's backgrounds that have had different backgrounds than you how many times did i say background this episode take a shot every time i say background ladies and gentlemen uh yeah so we went to the kid's house and we pelted him with water balloons because we love him and he's he was a very good friend of ours you know and he went on to play music in a rock band, and now you can see him all over the world. He's in a little band called My Chemical Romance, and his name—nah, I'm kidding. He didn't—he but he—he he did play music eventually. I think this kid isn't it funny? Like what you think about the people that you were sitting down shoulder to shoulder with in your classroom, and what they end up becoming, what they end up looking like? You know, I know people that don't even look like themselves anymore. Maybe I don't look like myself to them. I have a mustache. I didn't have a mustache back then. I had like what looked like my mom didn't wash my face very well and just sent me to school with. You know, what's funny about that is, I. you know, I remember this one instance. My mom was pretty good about. There was two things that she drove me nuts about when I was a little kid that and she would try to dress me. One. I, didn't, I don't believe in, I didn't believe in, and I never will believe in tucking a t-shirt into your jeans, just not, I think it looks stupid. It's not for me. Unless you're like, I don't know. Like it's just, unless you're like just one of these fucking kids from, I don't know. I don't know, it just didn't work for me. It just wasn't cool to me. Maybe it is cool. I don't like it. And I feel like I'm allowed to not like it. My mom would do it would drive me nuts. Also one time she bought me this sweater. And it was like a this sweater was, in my opinion, I feel like she was trying to set me up. You know what I mean? We're in the fucking Bronx. This ain't fucking Disney World. We're in the Bronx. And uh that that was from a TV show. Fuck, I forget the name of that TV show, but it was about the Bronx. It had like it had like uh the rappers and shit in it when I mean, the Bronx was on fire. What the fuck is the name? The Get Down. Yes. Um She sent me to school with this sweater on That looked like she wanted me to get my ass whooped Or at least she wanted me to get made fun of To the point where no girl would ever think I was cute And no dude would ever fucking respect me ever again And it had this little dog on it That looked like the dog from The Wizard of Oz And, And I was really bummed Like I remember putting up a fight about this And I'm not gonna lie, I was six years old I was six years old And I stood my ground I stood my fucking ground, and you know what? She never made me wear that sweater, and I remember her being really upset about it. I just feel like when I have it, and my mom is amazing. She's a sweetheart. She only wanted she wanted me to be warm, you know, at the expense of my reputation, and I was not having it. I was six years old. I was very self-aware. I'm not going to walk around with a fucking crew neck holiday sweater. It wasn't even the holidays either, which is insane to me, first of all. I do not know anybody, which is which is crazy because right now, if I had to go to a holiday party, I would wear that sweater. I would wear the fuck out of that sweater, ironically. And it would be apropos because I would be at a party where the, with a bunch of other motherfuckers wearing a bunch of crazy sweaters too. Right now, yes. Six years old, absolutely not, mom. You're crazy and I'm gonna call Child Protective Services if you try to make me... What, can you believe that fucking... I can't even imagine... Yo, kids know what Child Protect service Services is. Back when I was a kid, I didn't know what that shit was. I thought it was a joke. My mom used to be like, this, uh, what did she say? There was We had this cousin that would be like, they would threaten to call BCW on her fucking mom. And I thought it was a joke. I didn't know what the fuck that shit was. Bureau of Children's Welfare, by the way. I don't know if it still exists or they call it that. I don't know if it's CPS, but I'm not making jokes about children being abused. I'm just saying that... Uh, This was a thing that I didn't quite understand as a child. I didn't quite get it. I didn't get it. And um, it just is what it is. But isn't the beauty of life just fucking... Being dumb as shit is so cool because you're kind of just like an empty palate. You could just uh, start soaking up information. Just watch a kid try to start... Just figure out what works and what doesn't, you know? I remember I burned the fuck out of my foot on an iron one time when I was a kid. Because my grandma was like, get your foot away from that. And I put my foot on it because I'm an asshole. And next thing you know, I, I bet you bet I never fucking did it again. Because my foot was like, and I started crying. And it was my own doing. And that's how you learn. you going to learn today. Hey, listen. Thank you guys for tuning in once again. Uh, I'm going to be back. Next week, with some brand new heat for you guys, stay happy, stay positive, stay healthy, right? They fucking, we got a vaccine coming, hopefully, right? Fingers are crossed. But you know what? In the meantime, do your best to stay out of harm's way. Don't fucking walk in coming traffic. Don't run with scissors. Pull your pants up before you walk out of the bathroom and so on and so forth. And have a fucking fantastic day, guys. You guys are the best. Hit me up at CoreyHasAPodcast at gmail.com. If you want to holla at your boy, thank you. Take care.